Are you ready to take your real estate investing business to the next level? Well, you're in the right place. This is the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. With your mentors, Wayne and Gabby. Good morning and welcome to the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Today is Monday, October 24th, 2022. The weather today will be a high of 5 degrees in Edmonton. You don't seem very excited about that. <laughs> no, you're not. Yeah, it's definitely getting colder. Mm-hmm. We've got, um, <laughs> we've got uh, this one property where... Um, we offered because the property it, it, it's a flip property because it doesn't have a garage we um, made the offer um, in the listing to build a garage uh, for an additional price if they want just mm-hmm. doesn't you know an added little thing and uh, but that, that window is disappearing is, yeah it's disappearing every day and then we literally had someone last night who was like, hey, you know, I really want to build a garage. Is this possible? I'm like, oh, dear God. Like, it's <laughs> it needed to be like, the concrete needs to be poured like yesterday. But we'll There's see. A little window of opportunity There's this week if the tiny, concrete guys were open. Tiny, tiny little window. <laughs> but anyways, hey, I forgot to tell you, we're broadcasting live as we do every morning, Monday through Friday at 6 a.m. Mountain Time on the Podbean app. Come join us live. Join in on the chat just like everybody else is this morning. You know, you're missing out. Indeed. Yeah. Some great people like Jared Como here, I see. Mm-hmm. Good morning, Bright and early. Um, who else is here? <clears throat> Don is here. Al Ray's here. Kirsten's here. Good morning, Ken. Good morning, Ryan. Good morning, Chaston. Kathleen, good morning. Good morning, Matt. Good morning, Francis. Good morning, Kyle. Sheila. Taylor. Taylor. Nathan. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> good morning, everybody. Catherine. What's good that? morning, Catherine. You want to know why she's saying it that way? Because she doesn't know who you are. Who are you? <laughs> we want to know who you are. Let us know who you are in the comments. Feel free to call in today. You know, we want we want everybody to call in today. We want everybody to, to communicate through the chat or through the chat. Um, we want to know today. I want to know what you guys are working on. Yeah. Good morning, Alan. Up to this week. I want to know what you guys are working on this week. I want to know if maybe there's something we can help you out with. Is there something holding you back? Or hey, do you want to brag? Feel free. Brag Mondays. On the REI Morning Show. Uh, while you're thinking about what you want to brag about or what you want to cry about, <clears throat> um, why don't I tell them about the, the Top Fan of the Month contest? Sure. Uh, we don't talk about this very often on the show, but there is a contest every month to be the top fan of the morning show. <clears throat> and all you need to do is join in live, as I said earlier. Join in live and engage with the show. Okay, There's a little heart button you can click. Um, every now and then you can click that button. You can share the show to all your social media platforms through the app. You can call into the show, right? Uh, all of this is what it's going to do is it's going to accumulate hearts. I don't know if you can see that in the bottom. What side is it on, Gabby? Uh, right. The bottom right side of your app. You'll notice there's, no, there's, a, there's a leaderboard of hearts. Uh, this morning, for example, Frances is winning. She's in the lead. She's in the lead. And then Ken is in second and Al is in third. Um, what it does is it accumulates all the hearts, all the engagement um, 
for the month. And then at the end of the month, what we do is we take the top five fans, okay? And first place, we give them five ballots. Second place, we give them four ballots. Third place, we give them three ballots. Fourth place, we give them two ballots. And fifth place, we give them one ballot. <clears throat> Throw them into a super vintage uh, REI Dad uh, coffee mug, shake it up a little bit, and then we pick a name, and that winner wins. Two free coaching calls with Mr. Wayne Hillier. Wow. <laughs> to be used in that following month. Those are $250 coaching calls, so it's yeah. $500 value, and you get to use them the next month. One-on-one um, yeah. -on -one coaching calls. We'll work through whatever it is you want to work through. Deal analysis, analysis paralysis, or just a good old-fashioned... Life analysis. No, life analysis, yeah, or just a good old-fashioned ass kicking. Maybe you're just tired of your, your limiting beliefs or your your BS excuses and you just need someone to push you. And I'm really, really good at that. <clears throat> I'm really good at also shining a light on, on different perspectives as well. Okay. Um, we've had a lot of success with, uh, with a lot of these, uh, these coaching calls and, um, yeah, looking forward to finding out who wins for October. Um, that the, this, this month will be ending on Monday, on Monday next Monday. Mm -hmm. And then we'll be doing the draw next Tuesday. So, um, only way to win is just to keep coming to the show every day. Keep coming to the show. And I see Mitchell joined in today, too. Mitchell hasn't been around in a while. Yeah. Good morning, Cody. Good morning, Mitchell. Good morning, Patrick. Good morning, Denis. Lots more people jumping in. Is there in a there. mark here? Marky Mark? Yeah. Is there a mark here? I don't know. Why? Put your hand up if there's a mark. Is there a mark here? I felt like I saw a mark come in. Oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> Weren't all of your sound clips gone this morning, and that's why we were late? Yeah, but I've been holding on to that sound clip for a very long time until I saw Mark. And actually, I've seen Mark come in here quite a few times, and I've, I've, I've forgotten to use that. <laughs> I, I have this little bank of like... Uh... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I have I have this little bank of these like uh, really cool sound clips that I want to use just one day. Um, you know that one time that Gabby said uh, "Good morning, my beautiful people," and then I played "Beautiful People." I don't have it ready right now, but um, but yeah, I've got this. Oh hi, Mark! I've been sitting here. Oh hi, Mark! For a very long time <laughs> until I just realized we have a mark. Okay, so there we go. I finally got to use it. Um, where was I? Oh. <laughs> uh, Good morning, everybody. You're saying good morning to Mitchell. <clears throat> oh, Mitchell. Yes. Good morning, Mitchell. Mitchell hasn't been around much. Just chatted with him. Um, Mitchell, if you don't mind me saying, I'm going to say it anyways. Mitchell just finished up uh, another flip. Yep. Looks, looks good. Looks very good. And he did it fast. Four weeks. Nice. Yeah, he got that thing down in four weeks. Amazing. You know what I love most about it? What? Shiplap behind the toilet. You just shiplap it. Just shiplap everything. Shiplap it. That's that's our that's our motto for the interior. Yeah. You know what I love most? The um, the backyard lights that they strung up. Yeah, yeah. He threw some uh, fake grass in the backyard and some turf. Some turf, and <laughs> uh, and he also um, uh, threw in some nice little yeah. some hanging lights in the in the back there. Yeah, little patio uh, furniture looks good. <clears throat> Yeah, hats off, buddy. I'd Looks... hang out back there. Yeah? Yeah. 
Okay. Um, how about we take a little a quick commercial break and then we'll get into some upcoming events we have coming up. Sounds good. Some of you might have heard us talking about DCI Properties and how much we like their process and deal flow as one of the premier wholesaling companies in Canada. But one of the things most people don't know about DCI Properties is that they don't cherry pick deals for themselves. Everything they get under contract, they offer out to their buyers list. That's right. No sloppy seconds from no DCI. No sloppy seconds. <laughs> So if you're an investor looking for their next flip project or cash-flowing rental property, get on their buyers list today and check out their inventory. To get on the list for Alberta deals, visit www.dciproperties.ca slash albertabuyers or for Ontario deals, go to www.dciproperties.ca slash buyers. And we are back. Okay, some upcoming events we have coming up. We'll get through these. And hey, guys, just a reminder, uh, like I said, I want to hear about what you guys got going on today. Okay? Indeed. Um, we have a couple um, meetups happening. <clears throat> yeah. So on this coming Friday, on October 28th, from 5.30 to 7.30 p.m. in Edmonton, we have a REI Masters Investor Meetup at our Parkview Flip. So um, the flip it will be really darn close to completed, like a couple days out. Yep. Um, so yeah, we'll be kind of holding a final final meetup there for everybody who got to see it uh, pre-demo. Mm -hmm. Right before we got started on the renovation, you'll get to see how it transformed. Be really cool. It's yep, looking that one's good. It's hitting the market pretty soon. Yeah. Um, and you'll see how quickly a brand new garage can go up. <laughs> yeah. Is it all done? It's it's done, and it looks really nice. Is the garage really nice. door installed as well? Oh yeah. 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 Nice. And uh, so, yeah, that's uh, this coming Friday for everybody in Edmonton. And if you're in Calgary going, but I can't make it up to Edmonton on Friday. It's so far. It's so far. And it's so cold out. I have great news for you. On Saturday, October 29th, at the Lake Bonavista flip, our uh, friends down there, Jared and Crystal, will be holding an REI Masters meetup from 2 30 to 5 p.m very cool yeah so uh that one's inching toward the finish line not quite there yet yeah um but there will be some big changes uh the kitchen's going in we saw a painted door yesterday front door which is really exciting awesome. because uh those of you who have uh been there or have seen pictures you'll see that we uh hung on to the green door for as long as we could <laughs> I and it looks sharp, like really nice. Anyways, I wouldn't, I, I don't normally get so excited about a door, but it looks really good. Um, yeah, and the kitchen's going in, islands in place, all that kind of stuff. So there's some big updates in there. Be a good time. So if you mm -hmm. want to register for either of those, um, Friday in Edmonton or Saturday in Calgary, you can uh, head on to the Real Estate Investing Masters Facebook page, and both of those events are pinned to the top of the page in the featured section there. Get your free tickets. Um, as of last night, there's only 10 left for Edmonton. Not sure about Calgary. It was just announced. So um, get in and grab your tickets before they're gone. Kyle wants to know, is there snow on the ground in Edmonton? Negative. Uh, check, it's me check with the weather girl. It's hey, kid. <laughs> it's frosty out. Okay. So all the cars are all frosty, but no snow on the ground this morning. Okay. Yeah, I didn't look Well, outside. that's in Leduc. I mean, anything can happen 15 minutes away in Edmonton. That is true. <laughs> that is true. 
Um, hey, has anyone seen Joey Critch? Negative. Has anyone seen Joey Critch? It's time to get the fuck out of bed. Okay, okay, okay. Just saying. Relax. He wants a little accountability. There it is. Relax. It's hard. <laughs> it's know. hard being a full-time real estate investor and getting up early every morning like you should when you want to. Yeah. <clears throat> so that's just a little just a little morning reminder. Yeah. Our uh, new friend, Alan, uh, has a little question in the chat here. And maybe some of you uh, who are also joining live might have some advice for him. I know we have actually quite a few people in our little cozy investor circles that have newborns and are also deep into real estate investing. So Alan's question is, hello, any tips for novice investors with growing family slash newborn and a full-time job? Ooh, sounds yeah. like me many moons ago. Yes, many moons ago. Um, but but we have several newborns lately, not us. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, there's tons of newborns. Um, yeah, so uh, you guys should all band together and uh, hop on a call. <laughs> I don't uh, – do you have advice, Wayne? None that he wants to hear. <laughs> but I suppose that's the best advice, isn't it? Is it? <laughs> oh, when you don't want to hear it? Yeah. Right? Sometimes the best advice is the advice you don't want to hear. Yeah. It's because you're too afraid to face it. Yeah. 100%. Um, Alan, uh, I was talking about that vintage REI dad uh, coffee mug a little earlier. So um, before the this podcast was the Real Estate Investing Morning Show, um, it, it, it was a different um, version. It was a different... Um, what it was called was the Real Estate Investor Dad podcast. And it was a podcast for moms and dads who were real estate investors, who have jobs, who have pets, who have baseball teams. Yet. Who have jobs. Who have jobs, yep. With all those obligations and responsibilities, they still manage to kick ass and build real estate portfolios. And what I wanted to do was I wanted to give tips and I wanted to have guests on who were just like that so that people like you, Alan, and many others with newborns and families and obligations could see that, yes, it's hard, but if they can do it, so can you. Um, and we did that podcast for about two years. Mm -hmm. um, had many guests on. Um, now, since, I mean, those po those episodes are pretty much long gone and they're not long gone. Like they're, they're still in my own vault. Um, but if you scroll through on iTunes or Spotify or on the podcast, all those uh, old episodes have been replaced by new episodes because I think there's only like a maximum of 200 episodes you can have on iTunes. <clears throat> you might be able to find them deep in the Google webs. Um, so that was a that was a fun project for me because uh, again I wanted to I heard so many people like yourself and many others I mean, for years I've been hearing this nothing's changed um, I've heard that just people are you know it's hard it's hard I've got a kid I've got a job I got to walk the dog I get home at five thirty I got to cook they do the kids homework put them to bed like when is their time to get this done and um, there isn't. 
There isn't. And that's, that's the, the hard truth and realization that I came to. Because like when I started the show, it wasn't necessarily like I had an answer. Because I'm still trying to figure out an answer every day. Um, and I'm getting closer. Um, but the best answer I can give you is that there isn't. What it comes down to is choices and decisions. And decisions that you need to live with. And it's a hard, hard, hard thing for you to do to say that I am prioritizing growing my business over spending time with my family. Very hard to say. A lot of people just keep it in their heads and then they don't address it. They're choosing, they're deciding to be at a meeting, to be scrolling Instagram or to responding to emails instead of spending time with their kid. And... Um, and I don't think that there's necessarily anything wrong with that. Because I know that you don't have any other options. But I think that you need to be true and honest with yourself about what it is. And that you need to set some, some boundaries and some rules and some expectations for yourself. And not just for yourself, but your spouse and other people around you. <clears throat> Determine what your goals are. Figure out what time you do have. The time that you don't have, figure out where you're going to get it. Set some boundaries and some guidelines. Stick to them. And try and do your best. That's the truth. That's the truth. Because I'm looking at the same calendar that you're looking at, buddy. Looking at the same schedule. And I don't see any more hours for myself either. And I am 400 times busier than you are. It's no offense. It's not a brag. Not, it's just the truth. I am 400 times busier than you are. And I, I barely get any time with my daughter. But that's, I know, and I'm honest with myself, that, that is a conscious decision. Because I do not need to do this podcast in the morning. I do not need to go out and check on the properties. But I do it for the better of my business. So I, I'm just honest with myself that I know where, where my flaws are. I know the decisions that I made. And, I'm, and they're conscious decisions. They're not subconscious. And, uh, and, I, and I do the best that I can. And I make sure that the time that I do spend with my kid is meaningful and memorable and has a, has a large impact. When you also know why you're doing it. That's yeah. something you didn't really talk about because I think that a lot of people really, really struggle with this topic when they don't know why they're doing it. They don't really know. They're not clear on what the outcome is that they're after. True. And I think that's um, where a lot of investors get kind of lost on the journey is they don't start with the end in mind. They don't start with a clear target, a clear goal, where they're headed, why they're what they're doing it for. And therefore, it's not very meaningful to them. They just think, oh, I'm doing it for financial freedom and to better our lives. But they don't really know what that means. And so it sounds nice. It sounds like something you heard on an Instagram video. Yeah. But, but it's easy to just to say like, this isn't worth it. And why am I spending time away from my kids? And why am I ignoring my kids to answer or to take this possible joint venture call? And why am I doing it all? What is it all for? My kids are still young and they deserve more of me, but they don't really know why they're doing it. And if they knew why they were doing it, and it was strong enough and meaningful enough that it would have a major impact on all of their lives, um, it would be easy to define 
this is what I'm doing for my business. This is the boundary I have with my family. And it'd be easier to follow that. I am. Um, I love that. I, when you say that most people don't really know what it is or why specifically, I think that it's, it's, it's a combination of two things. I think it's a combination of guilt, like feeling like you mm -hmm. could do so much more and that your family deserves more. And I'm going to say this in a slightly sexist way, but I, sometimes I feel like it's, it's more the men who experience this, um, uh, historically, and biologically as providers that you should be doing more for your business that you should be doing more for your business and that you're worth more and your family deserves more as providers right and that's just how men feel okay yeah chris i'm gonna i'm gonna have you call in just a second here i see you i see you clicking the call button i know that as providers it's 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 almost like a guilt thing where you feel like I don't know, maybe just you're, you're just guilty about the decisions you've made in life and that like, oh my God, like I, I just want my kids to have more. I want them to have a great life. I want them to have what I didn't have, those types of things, right? So I know that a lot of men will go above and beyond to create some sort of a side hustle or something or more money or better themselves. Um, and then lastly, what I feel the other part of it is, is um, like they're missing something, some sort of lack of something a lack of fulfillment this is actually a, an exercise that we do in the rei masters mentorship program it's one of the first things that we do um anytime we've ever had a real estate investing cabin retreat same thing it's, a, it's one of the first things we work on because we want to figure out who it is that you are and what fulfills you it's a very important exercise and once you establish what it is that makes you, what makes you tick and what fulfills you, then you can determine, you can reverse engineer that to figure out, okay, what is it that I need? And maybe it'll help you better explain why it is you're on this path to entrepreneurship or building, you know, a real estate business or whatever. I mean, it, it could have been real estate. It could have been drop shipping. It could have been, it could have been, I don't know, some sort of a franchise. Like it could have been, there's lots of different types of side hustles. And it doesn't matter whichever one you gravitated towards or whichever one you thought was best for you or whichever one you found. Um, there's always going to be that feeling like I, I, I need more. I need some more growth. I deserve better. I am, there's something that I'm lacking right now because if you were fulfilled, you wouldn't be searching for this. You'd be content. You would be satisfied and fulfilled with the life that you have, but you don't feel fulfilled. And I don't think it's just greed. Some people is greed. Some mm -hmm. people just want more because they think that they deserve more. And that's an entitlement thing. But for most people, for most of you, I know it's a lack of fulfillment. You just don't feel like you're, you're living your best life because you're lacking some form of growth or certainty. Right? So I, maybe I think Chris's finger just slipped actually um, for calling him. But um once you get a really true understanding of this, Alan, it's a lot easier to diagnose you. <laughs> really, it's the truth. Because I like if you want tips, I can give you like, hey, man, make sure you get yourself a Google calendar and block and time block. Sounds like a really cool idea, right? How many of you guys have like taken courses where they talk about time blocking? I mean, it works, right? That's a great tip. Tip, right? Mm hmm. 
hey, go get yourself a Google Calendar, sync it up with your wife, right? So she has the same calendar and make sure you put all of your, your real estate investing stuff in the calendar and time block it in, but make sure you time block time in the evening for your family. It's all about that work-life balance, right? I tried it, but shit gets in the way. And maybe you do time block it, but you're working on this really amazing deal and you're getting your first joint venture partner and it's this huge deal. It's amazing and you really want it to work and 6.59 rolls rolls around and um, it's almost 7 o'clock and you said that you're going to time block an hour for your wife. And maybe you do stop. Maybe you are so determined to make sure you spend your time with your wife and you're diligent and you're um and you're like okay my phone's off my computer's off hi honey what do you want to do you want to get a glass of wine are you really there no you're not really there you're thinking about that deal fuck you're probably talking about that deal Mm -hmm. oh my god honey like I think I've almost got this thing locked up. It's pretty cool. I uh, so tomorrow morning I need to actually before I go to bed I need to I need to send off the letter of intent, and if I can get that sent off, then hopefully um, the lawyers will draft up the joint venture paperwork tomorrow. Um, I've made arrangements with with Susan, and she's going to go and see her lawyer once uh, she receives the joint venture agreement. And I'm going to go down to see my lawyer. We're going to get it all signed up. Um, I've already got the accepted offer. I'm just about to remove conditions. I just want to make sure we have our financial partner in place first before I remove conditions. I'm like, I'm just so stressed out. Is that what your wife wants to hear? Nope. No. It's even time blocking doesn't work. I'm not trying to tell you that there's no hope. I'm just trying to tell you that like, you got to be honest with yourself. The work-life balance thing is very hard when when it's impossible to turn that side of your brain off. Because more often than not, that side of your brain or that side of that that portion of your 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 focus is is in let's be honest is probably the most important one to you because that's the one that's giving you the thrill, right? And it's so easy to push your family and your kids and your wife and everything else and your job off to the side because this is the one that you want the most. You take for granted the family and everything else. So my recommendation, my tip for you is to get really clear on what it is that you want. Get really clear on who you are and what it is that you want in life and why you're doing it. Um, and then just make conscious decisions every day and make them count. And the shit that you do better be worth something. Don't just go to some, our networking event on, on Friday just for the sake of going there to hang out. You better have a clear fucking outcome for the reason why you're going there. I do not do anything unless it has value. I am so hard on auditing myself and my time and my energy. If I'm thinking about something that I shouldn't be thinking about, I'm very hard on myself about it. Like, Why the fuck am I spending time thinking about this shit? Mm-hmm. seriously but that's that's through a lot of training and and exercising uh mentally about you know just being the best version of myself and i want to get you to that point as well when someone calls don't answer you know what i mean if 
And I'll tell you right now, like if, if any of you have ever gotten a call from me, it's because there was, there was, there was a reason, right? Just know that if anyone's ever gotten a call from me or if anyone has ever gotten any of my time, take it as a compliment because I do not get on the phone. My mom has called 12 times in the last week. I haven't answered. Let's give you some perspective, something to reference. Seriously, though, but like I know that I know what kind of phone call it's going to be. And I don't want to hear it. But like if and it it sounds kind of weird when I say that I've taken other phone calls from other investors more than my mom. But because of the fact that I know that whoever is on the other side of that line, they're actually going to use the stuff that I the answers like they need help. Right. Mm -hmm. And they're going to actually use that and they're going to move forward. So I see that to be valuable. That's time worth spending. Right. Mm -hmm. If I go to a lunch, if you ask me to go out for coffee, it's very likely I'm going to say no. Unless there's something I'm getting from it. Unless there's value that I'm getting from it, or unless I know that you're getting a lot of value from it. Right? Everything is prioritized. Everything has value. Everything is measured. The only the only one thing, the only uh, true value of, how do I word this? The only true thing of value in my life is time. Which kind of goes back to Alan's original question. Any tips for novice investors of growing family, newborn, and full-time job? You don't have any time, man. You're you're spent. You have zero time right now. So the time that you do spend, you better you better be auditing it. You better be thinking about every moment that you spend on what you do and every moment that you spend thinking. If you can get really clear on that and you can cut out all the BS, the things that you really don't need, like the hockey team, like who is texting me? My phone is just vibrating like crazy. Um, get audit your time and figure out you know everything that you're spending your time on. I completely lost my train of thought. That was normally my my phone doesn't vibrate that much this early in the morning. Where was I? I don't know. You Son distracted of a me bitch. too. <laughs> Romeo, we're calling you out on the show. <laughs> I hope he's listening. There was a really good point in there. <laughs> you don't have any time in your schedule right now, right? Because he has the job, he has the kid and everything else. So be very, very clear on on what it is you're spending your time on and cut out all, and I want you to start auditing it and start thinking about the things that you're spending your time on that don't have any value. I really love playing ball hockey. I've been playing ball hockey since I was 16. I stopped. I stopped for multiple reasons. And it was a very hard thing to cut out. Mm-hmm. Very hard to cut out. It was my, it was a lot. It was my primary exercise because I find it really hard to, to exercise. Um, it was my, it was my circle of friends. And I just loved the competitiveness of it. Um, I had to stop. For, for multiple reasons. One was that it was playing three times a week, which would mean that if I had a seven o'clock game, I had to leave at 5.30 and I would get home at 10. 9.30, So I was basically the whole night I was gone. And I was leaving it, you know, at 5.30. But like, do you think that I was like playing with my kid up until 5.30? No. I was getting ready at 4.30. I was stretching at home. I was getting my bag ready. 
I was like, you know, finishing up work and stuff like that before I got in the car for driving. So basically, I did not see my kid on hockey nights. And then when I get there, do you think that these are the type of people that are like supportive, that are like lifting me up like you guys? You think it's a supportive community? No, it's just like, it's, it's the boys. And the boys don't support you in what it is that you're trying to do with your life, right? Make fun of you. They bust your balls. That's what the boys do. But I made a decision that I didn't want to be around the boys anymore because they were actually holding me back. Maybe not actually like directly holding me back, but subconsciously, you know, the thoughts of like, should I start a podcast about real estate investing and advertise it on Facebook and Instagram? What are the boys going to say? And I wasn't thinking that, but subconsciously I was thinking about it. And it was actually holding me back from making that decision and doing it because I was worried about what other people were going to think. So I eliminated them from my life. I cut them out. I cut them out completely to the point where now I don't even I don't even think about what they think. I only think about what the people that matter think. Right. Mm-hmm. But that was a huge cut, Alan. Like I had to do that to the point where the people that are in my life and the time that I spend my time on are intentional. Everything is intentional. Everything is audited, and I hold myself accountable. Now, if I don't spend time with my kid. It's a conscious decision and I can hold myself accountable to that. I can't blame anything. Can't blame my job. Can't blame the hockey. Can't blame. I don't blame anyone but myself. It's a full accountability. If you can get your life to that, then you'll be good. But for now, I don't know, time block. I hope hope that you got something from all of that. You really do need to be intentional if you want to take this to the level that you want to take it. I had a good conversation with Alan last week. And I think he's going to do some really great things. He's still very early on in the process. Mm-hmm. But this is why I say you got to do that exercise to figure out who you are and what it is that you want. I don't really know you really well enough to know where it is that you're going with this. Because some of you just want to own some rental properties and be better be more financially stable. And some of you want it all. You want to be a rock star. And it's two completely different paths. And I find that some of the people who want to be more financially stable are in some sort of like a identity imposter thing. They got some identity imposter thing going on where they feel like they need to be a rock star because all of their heroes are rock stars. But deep down, they don't really need to be. This isn't making much sense to you guys. Gabby understands what I'm talking about because we talk about this a lot. But if your goal is to have 10 rental properties or five rental properties, then ignore everything I just talked about for the last 20 minutes. Yeah, it's easy. You'll get there. You'll get there. Just, you don't need help. Just carve out an hour every night and and a one weekend day. And you, you'll be fine. You'll get there. It'll take you about 15 years and you'll get there. It's no problem. It's actually quite easy. I can show you how to do it. But if your goal is to to build businesses and to help people and to have more than that, then it's a completely different path and you have to listen to everything I just talked about for the last 20 minutes. And if you think that I'm wrong, and you think you can do it without doing that, I don't know. Then you're just stubborn. Just study successful people. You don't have to take my word for it. Just go study successful people. Just go like 
go YouTube. This is the simplest way to do it. Go YouTube. Successful people motivation. Steve Jobs motivation. Elon Musk motivation. Jeff Bezos motivation. Grant Cardone motivation. They're all saying the same thing. All of them. Go name and go name five or ten of your, you know, your big idols for successful people that did things that nobody else did. They're all saying the exact same thing. And they don't have an answer either. But what they are clear on is what it, you know, their intentions and what it is that they want. And what it took. And what it took. And they know. They know that it jeopardized their, their relationship with their family. But it was conscious. They made that decision. They knew what it was for. But this, again, this all stems and starts from what it is that you want. And that's going to be, that's going to determine the path that you take. And not one is more important than the other. Okay. I know I can split the room right now. I can see everybody in here. I can split the room right now on who's going to be a rock star and who's going to be, who just wants five to 10 properties. But just be honest with yourself about that. If you want me to help you with that, join the master's mentorship program. I can help you figure that out. I can save you a ton of time because that's really all you're, you're, you're burning right now, right? It's time. Yeah. Right. You're just wasting time because you don't know who you are and what you want. And you might buy a property or two, but you just feel like, oh, why am I not happy? Why am I not fulfilled? Why am I not reaching my goals? Why am I still not spending time with my family? Because you don't know what you want. This is actually a daily struggle with the master's mentorship program right now. I still ask people to this day in the group, what do you want? Not many people can answer it. Not to say that our program shit. It's just that it's, it's a really hard question. It's to a answer. really hard question to answer and you need to spend time on it. If you think that, you know, I can just ask that question. You can just give me some BS answer. No, it's that's not good enough. I want you to spend days, weeks, hours. Like I want like you have to keep thinking about this on a regular basis. What is it that I want in life? And some of you masters I know are actually listening. And this is my reminder to you to do that on your drive in this morning, on your drive home, on your drive to Saskatoon to go see the family. You should be thinking about this on a regular basis. What do I want? And then you can figure out how to go about managing your time and allocation towards your business and allocation towards your family and allocation towards your newborn and that kind of stuff. I wish I could give you a stock answer, Alan, but I can't. It's impossible for me to do because it's I, I'd be lying to you. And I don't want to give you some BS answer just to sound cool so you can we can take it as a sound clip and then know that you're just going to waste another three years trying to figure it out. So this is me trying to help you save some time. Speaking of uh, joining masters, we have two new masters. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Last <laughs> week, uh, two new masters joined. Uh, congrats to Matt Ledger and uh, Saray. Oh, God. I haven't talked with him yet. I'm, I'm going to butcher his name. Saray. <laughs> Saray Ohm. Yes. Very cool. Yes. Congratulations, guys, um, for taking the leap. And, um, Sorry, I felt like you were at the natural like end of what you were saying, so yeah. I jumped in. Yeah, no, that's that's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, huge congratulations to them for joining mm -hmm. Masters. Um, I feel like there was there any other comments? 
Um, just a po couple people ag agreeing with you. So being intentional. It's not. It's not a F yes. It's a no. I love that. I love that saying. Who said I live that? By it. Uh, Sean Ash. That is very. I like that. Yeah. It's um. If you're going through like a phase of trying to figure out like where to put your time, and you know you're feeling pulled in a bunch of different directions, that's um. I like that. That helped me make a lot of decisions in the last couple of years. That little saying. It's not an F yes, it's a no. So, um, and that'll also help make sure that what you're, the things that you're doing are fulfilling you too. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Kyle says he cut out ice hockey this year. First time since he was three years old. Did he know? Yeah. I know Kyle is very busy as well. Yeah. Um, Kyle also asked early on um, if we're going to be on Calvin Hexter's, uh, Calvin Realty's uh, flip tour on November 12th, is it? Yeah. Are you coming? We are. We are going to be one of the stops on Calvin Realty's flip tour on November 12th. I believe our, there's four stops. Yeah. Our Tweddle, uh, Tweddle Place flip will be one of the stops. That one will be, I'd say, about two weeks from completion. One to two weeks from completion. So it'd be pretty, pretty. And then uh, Matt and Taylor are going to be with us on yeah, that one. Our partners, Matt and Taylor, will be there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, another question from Sean. When looking at properties to flip, what sort of spread do you look for between list price and ARV? Ooh, a complicated question. Was Sean at our fix and flip workshop? <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, it depends on the renovation costs. Um, that can vary greatly depending on, uh, I'll just name the type a, of property. Well, the size of the property. Yeah. Does the roof need to be done? Does the windows need to be done? Does the furnace need to be done? Does the hot water tank need to be done? Is there a basement development? Is there a lot of exterior work? I mean, I just listed off like 50 grand worth of stuff right there. Yeah. Right more than 50 grand right there. And that could determine, you know, whether that spread needs to be more or less. Uh, so the follow-up question to that, which I know he's thinking about typing right now is how much profit do you want to see on a flip? It depends as well. Um, see my, the profit that I want to see is going to be different than yours because I'm in, I'm flipping at scale, right? I'm doing volume. And though the risk of breaking even is higher because of that i've got enough properties following that and preceding it um that if i do 12 flips a year and two of them lose 20 grand but the other 10 made 20 grand how much money did i make in 160 grand right 10 makes 200,000. Okay. <laughs> Two of them lost 40, so 160, yeah. Don't ask me to do math at 6.45 a.m. <laughs> so that's, that's, so at scale, you're going to have, if you want to do more properties, you're going to have to understand that not all of them are going to be home run fifty and $60,000. Does that mean that I look for $20,000 profit spreads? No, I look for more. I'm looking for 50. Um, but I want to do volume. I want to keep my guys busy, right? And also, yeah, I don't want to be waiting six months to find that home run that has an eighty or $90,000 spread. I 
know where to look. I know what types of neighborhoods. I know what type of renovation that people want to see. And and I know how to find them on a regular basis. Right? So that enables me to be able to do 10 to 20 flips a year and turn that business into a three to $400,000 business that's automated that I don't need to put any thought or time into, right? So that's the goal for our flipping business. And we hit some, hit some roadblocks this year, unfortunately, with, um, with some teams. But um, next year, we'll get all that completely automated to a point where we're not spending any time on it. But to be completely honest, like how much time do we really spend on it right now? Not much. It may seem like it some days. Some days, which like it can, it'll consume the whole day. But it's kind of like a reactive thing. If something happens, we need to put some thought and time into it. But otherwise. Yeah. I would say like a few hours a week. Yeah. Unless we're like decide one day to go out and tour all the properties. But yeah. that's that's a conscious decision. That's not because we need to. Yeah. So I, I can't give you an answer for like, if you want to know what, what I think, you know, that's that's what I think. But that's at scale. If you're just doing one, then aim for 60 grand. I think 60 is, it, dep- it also depends on your market too, the stability of your market. If you're, what town should I pick on? If you're doing a flip in Okotoks, I don't really know what the days on market is for Okotoks. And I don't really know what the demand is for flip properties, flip quality properties. So it's hard to say if that thing's going to move very quickly, but like the neighborhoods that we choose, these are neighborhoods where it's highly sought after neighborhoods. So these are the types of neighborhoods where people are looking on a regular basis. And then we build the nicest renovated property in that neighborhood. So the, it, it moves quickly, even in a market like this, you know, it's moving. Whereas most people are it's sitting on the market for 60 to 90 days. Right. So um, I think if you're just starting out, depending on your market, who asked the question, Sean, Sean's in Fort Sask, I think, right? I am not sure. Shoot for 50 to 60 grand spread. Um, that's from your list price um, and your ARV less your renovation cost and holding cost. Yeah. I also think that's something people forget to um, take into account is, I mean, like I always, I think, especially if you're a new flipper, uh, you're going to make so many mistakes and you're going to overspend and you're going to um, maybe not do quite the right things that are really attractive to the buyers. And, you know, like your, your first couple flips aren't going to be home runs. I'll tell you that for sure. But so, so always aim high and make sure that your numbers are, are good and you have room for error. But at the same time, you know, Wayne was talking about, you know, aiming for 50 or 60 grand, but he also in there said, um, you know, if we make 20, that's great. And so, I also just said that we maybe spend about four hours, I spend about four hours a week yeah. ordering supplies and solving problems and calling trades and stuff. So if we do a little bit of math over a 12-week project, that's, um, I believe it was 48 hours in total um, over the 12 weeks, which is six days worth of work. So do you think that a $20,000 profit you just made $20,000 in three months. Yeah. And you worked six days. Is that a good return? I think it's a great return. Would you do that? I do do that. I was talking to the listeners. <laughs> I know I was looking at you. But some people just forget to to see that perspective. Yeah. Is that like 
most people who are flipping houses aren't in there swinging the hammers and like spending, you know, 40 hours a week there full time doing it themselves. If they are, their their uh, cost of their renovation is going to be a lot cheaper. Yeah. <laughs> but do you know what I mean? Like most people are just like coordinating trades and picking out, you know, ordering materials and that sort of thing. So once you do that a couple of times, you get very efficient in it yeah. and you'll only be spending about four hours a week like I do ordering materials, checking in, calling the trades and stuff. So would you do that? Would you work those six days in the next three months to make 20 grand? Mm -hmm. I would all, all year, every year. If that sounds interesting to you guys, like if you would like to build that, all you have to do is ask and we'll show you. We'll show you. The sooner you start looking at this whole real estate thing like a business, the sooner you're going to start seeing success. If if that is if that is what excites you and that's what you're trying to pursue, then let me know. I'll help you build it. There's lots of people in our master's mentorship program right now that are building it, that are getting started. It does take some time. Are they doing 10 at a time or are they doing 5 flips at a time? No. No, they're not because they have to they have to start you know, with one or with two to kind of get that. They need to build their own blueprint, right? Because we have our blueprint and it's still it's still growing. Like we're still working on it. We're trying to get it to a point where we can do as many as we want to do at the same time. And that what it comes down to is, is, is uh, trades, right? Yeah. You need to have your team. And building a team is very hard. And maintaining a team is very hard. But that's what our mentees are doing right now. A mm -hmm. lot of them, not everybody. But a lot of them are doing that right now because they see the value in building a business that, you know, provides them, you know, some pretty decent money every year at scale. Yeah. So if you're interested in something like that, just reach out to us. Or not at scale. <laughs> if you made 20 grand in one flip in a year. I wouldn't recommend doing it. Yes, I, I like that. I like, I like, but I think that if you're doing just one flip per year, I would like to see it with a higher, uh, bigger profit spread because... If all of your eggs are in that basket and you lose 20 grand, that's yeah. a pretty big hit. Yeah. But if I lose 20 grand, I'm like, meh, I made 300. You know what I mean? Yeah. I expect to lose on a few. Yeah. And I'm okay with that. Because realistically, how much time did I really spend on it? Not that much. Right? Six days. Right? But at the same time, a market could completely turn around in a, in a couple months and we make 50 grand on all of them. We do 10 flips and make 50 grand. There's 500 grand right there. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like we're aiming for 50, but we're averaging 20. It's not that we're aiming for 20. We're, we're, we're aiming for 50 and averaging 20, right? Because things happen. There's a lot of things that are outside of your control. And I'm not going to get into a whole fix and flip workshop right now in the last 10 minutes of the show. But, you know, things happen. If you average 20, I'm okay with that for the amount of time spent. And if you're worried about the money, where do I get the money to do this? I'll show you how to find that too. I know Jared's here. I don't know if he's still here. But like raising money is very easy to do. If you listen to me, if you listen and you do what I say and you stop worrying about what other people think about you, finding money is very easy. Very easy. That's actually the easiest part of this whole thing. And that it, this this applies to, to, to joint ventures with, with rental properties as well. It's all very easy. If you look at rental properties as a business as well and raising capital, you know, 
like a real professional. It's very, very easy. But if you can't figure out what the hell it is that you want and you can't find the time because you're like juggling family and business and everything, like going back to whatever we talked about earlier on in the show, if you can't get that shit sorted out, you're never going to reach this. Because I can tell you what to do right now. I can tell you. I Right now, I could lay it out in five minutes. I can tell you exactly what to do. But none of you guys are going to do it. How many times have I told them how to do it? How many times have a lot of you taken some of our courses and workshops? I see all of you. I'm watching. I see you. You're not doing anything. You know how to do it. The information is free right here. The information, if you look hard enough and long enough, you spend tens of hours, dozens of hours, you can find it on the internet as well. The information is not the problem. It's you. You are the problem. You and your limiting beliefs. That's why I have no problem doing a morning show every day, giving people free information. You're not even going to use it. And some of you do, and I'm really happy for you. I see some of you. I also see the people that are using it. I watch everybody. I'm paying attention because I study people. And I study why some do and some don't. And that is, an, that is a mystery of life that I've, that I've determined. Jim Rohn talked a lot about, about, a lot about that. And why some succeed and some don't. And he came down to the, the, the simple conclusion that some do and some don't. Jim Rohn, as, as smart of a guy as he was, he couldn't even fucking figure it out. Doesn't mean I'm not going to try. But I study all of you. I'm watching all of you. I see the ones that do and I see the ones that don't. And I, I, try, and, I try and get to the bottom of why that is. You know, I also know that if I do a morning show every day and I, I, I give you a, a little boost of motivation or hopefully inspiration, some of you guys will go out and do something today. Maybe if I put the words just in the right, perfect way, someone might do something today. And then I say, I guess it's worth it. I'll be watching you guys today. It's shows like these, the shows like these today. And I never know when I'm going to have one of these shows. Thanks. So thank you for, for inspiring me to talk about it, Alan. I thank you. I appreciate it. It's shows like these today were the ones where I get the DMs. I don't get DMs on normal days where I'm just goofing around. It's days like today that are the ones I get the DMs. Or I go and I watch and I see someone who hasn't done something before and I see them do it. I'm like, all right, cool. All right. Stick with it. Stay consistent. Don't stop. Don't just do it today. Keep doing it every day. I'm looking forward to watching today. This is the real shit. This is the real shit, everybody. This is the stuff they don't talk about. Because you want to know why they don't talk about it? I'm exposing. I'm exposing them all. I'm exposing everything today. The reason why they don't talk about this is because if you figure it out, you'll stop taking their courses. Hmm? If you were as successful as them, then you wouldn't need them anymore. 
to just go on and keep taking their courses. Go on and keep going to their masterminds. Keep doing it. You're just going to keep spending more and more and more and more and more and more money. And never reaching your goals. Today, I want you to think about you. I think about I want you to think about what it is that you want and how bad you want it. And I want you to make some conscious decisions about what it is that you're going to be, what it is that you're going to do, and why it is that you're doing it. I know it sounds vague, but if you don't quite understand, then go and re-listen to this episode again. Who do you want to be and why are you doing it? The rest is easy. Go take a course. Go take one course. You'll figure it out. Come back tomorrow morning. Ask me a question. I'll, I'll explain it to you. Or I'll tell you where to find it. But until you figure out what it is that you want in life, you're just going to just keep taking more and more courses and you're going to keep wasting time, time and money, time and money, time and money. And then you're going to be 60 years old and you're going to regret not spending more time with your kids. <laughs> Ken. <laughs> Ken's in the comments here. I need the missus to stop listening to the hens in brackets, hens, at the salon and start listening to the podcast. You know what, Ken, if you can just, if you can just, I don't know. Ken's, Ken's in Calgary, right? I think, I think Ken's, so. But he talks about Edmonton a lot. It's always confusing. Uh, wherever you are, Calgary or Edmonton, come out to whichever. Edmonton. Edmonton. Come out to the meetup this Friday and bring her. Drag her ass. Does he have permission to drag her, Gabby? Sure. Drag her and just show her that we're just normal people. I think that's the, I think that's the hard thing for, for people who are outside of the circle to really understand is they think that Ken's just going and drinking a bunch of punch and just like everybody's trying to sell him something. Totally. I, yeah. I think once she comes out and just realizes that we're just cool, normal people. No, don't go too far. Wouldn't well, call us cool. Well, some of us are. <laughs> I think just once she realizes that there's just normal people and there's really nice, supportive people, um, then she'll be more inclined to hang out with them. I dragged Gabby. I clubbed her over the head and I dragged her. I'm not saying it was the best approach, but it was the only approach. Give me. I tried all other approaches. So sometimes you just need to. Just like you need to force yourself, sometimes you need to force your missus. I don't know. I, I, if you yeah, got it, you need to just like maybe reel it back a little bit. <laughs> if you got it, if someone's got a better option, please feel free to post in the comments. Okay, but I don't know any other options. At the very least, if you can just just he is coming, but uh, the boss she works evenings, so she won't be able to come. Call in sick. <laughs> no one take a picture of Ken and his wife. <laughs> She's faking sick. I'm looking forward to seeing Ken with, uh, without the, um, without the respirator. <laughs> Ken, like, like full, like full honesty, man. Like the only time I ever see you is just through that little picture with the, with the mask. I'm going to see you in person and I'm probably not going to recognize you because I've only met you once without your mask on. Yeah. That was, was that in Calgary at the AFS course? I think it was Calgary. Rapid cash. Maybe. I yeah. don't know. I think it was Robbie Cash. Yeah, I definitely will not recognize you, Ken. 
Um, Okay, I'm going to be all over the place. We need to wrap the show up. I'm going to go back and forth on all these questions here just to kind of finalize things. Kyle asked, is that 20K profit for each partner in the deal if you have partners? Um, if you have partners, I, yeah, ideally you'd want a little bit more profit. Um, profit, can I give you guys a hot tip? Um, if you're only putting $10,000 down and you're paying 16.9 interest, your profit's going to be significantly less. So put more money down in your flips, yep. put more money down. And then you're going to have a lot less in holding costs. And it's going to increase your profits. If you are struggling because you're borrowing money for your renovation costs <laughs> and you're putting $10,000 down and you're paying 16.99% interest rate, and then plus your 1.5% commitment fee to your mortgage. Yeah. Your profit's going to be shit. If you're wondering why, how does he do this? How does he get all this profit? Well, you got to put more money down. Put more money down. You're going to pay less interest. You're going to be less on your mortgage. Your holding costs are going to be less. Okay. If you're borrowing your renovation money at 15% as well, well, yeah, it's going to be very hard to find good deals because your numbers are going to be shit. Your renovation and holding costs are going to be way too expensive. Okay. But yeah, I would, I would say if you, if you, you got to make it appealing for your joint venture partner as well, for sure. Um, Ideally 20K each, but it really depends on what your joint venture partner is expecting and what you are expecting and what's your time worth. If you're only doing it for 10 and they're getting 10, are they okay with $10,000 for three months with all their money in it? Are you okay for $10,000 for the amount of time you put into it? And is it about the money for you or is it about, oh, fuck, this is a really good point. I, I want to talk about this tomorrow. Is it about the money for you or is it about building a business? Are you willing to take less money in the beginning to build a business and get a reputation and to acquire more joint venture partners? Are you willing to accept less money to do that? What's the outcome that you're looking to achieve? If you're doing it just as a supplement to your income, then you're going to want more money. If you're doing it to build your business and your credibility and your reputation and your brand, then I would say take a little bit less. But that's a conversation for another day. It really depends on what the outcome is that you're looking for. And that will determine my answer. Okay. Ken says, I have a house in Calgary. I just registered early in the show. My first time. The boss. Okay. Okay. Perfect. That's why I was confused. You have that house in Acadia. I thought it was your, uh, I thought that was your primary. Matt Cassidy says, I think that everyone in the community is the absolute coolest. You got to remember Matt just kind of came, he just kind of stumbled upon this community. Yep. Isn't it cool? Isn't it cool that just like Matt just like didn't know anything about this community and just like kind of just poked his head in and he's like, oh, wow, this is like dope. Yeah. That this whole community of people, just really amazing people exist. That's what I, what, that's what I want for your wife, Ken. I want her to like poke her head in the, the meetup and be like, oh, wow, these guys are awesome. Yeah. I want to spend more time with these people than, than, the, than the hens over at the salon. Right. That's what I'm hoping for. But anyways. Quality of life increases as your circle of influence. Quality of your circle of influence increases. 100%. Yeah. Okay, guys. I'm watching you today. Hmm? Peeking in the window. Is that what Ken was talking about? Yeah. All right, guys. We'll see you guys tomorrow morning. That's uh, Tuesday tomorrow, right? 
Yes. All right. We'll see you then. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Interested in being a guest on the show? Send us an email to info at reimorningshow.com. 